swear, if y'all get an NBA team before I get my team back, I'm going to riot. Mm. I'm, I will riot. You want I don't those know Sonics where, back, huh? But I will riot. You want those Supersonics back? I, I'm yeah. with you. I was never even a Supersonics fan, and I want, them, I want them back. plus years of history. It's just one of those teams that never should have gone away. Yeah, you know? I'm aware. I know. We got we got hoodwinked as well. Mm-hmm. That you did, but that's a different story. So from the uh, from the from the gridiron to the hard court, oh, to the diamond, hey, we go now. Yes, uh, doesn't look like the American League Cy Young race has really moved the needle very much this week. You had Justin Verlander up against Dylan Cease. That was supposed to be a really good pitching matchup. It was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're 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 both the two top front runners yeah. for the American League Cy Young. They're, they're the best ERAs in the American League. And not Probably only the, not only did uh, Verlander not have the greatest outing. Astros also lost 4-3 last night to the White Sox, uh, which is never never good. I guess. I mean, I've held a grudge. Got... Listen, I've held a grudge against the Southsiders since 2005 when they swept the Astros in the World Series. Yeah. I just I, forget it. Forget but, it. I will never forgive them. True. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to hurt them in the long run. Mm. You know, they'll be they're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. So, I just was hoping for a little bit more. But I still think we got a pretty decent matchup. And a four to three win is not or loss is well, not, not. It's not the end of the world. You know, yeah. But neither neither, uh, neither starter actually got the decision of the game. You know, Verl- Verlander lasted seven innings. Cease lasted twenty uh, five innings. He gave up three runs on six hits and three walks. Yeah. First time in his past fifteen outings, he's given up more than one earned run. Verlander had a three one lead in the seventh. Uh, but then Gavin Sheets came up as a pinch hitter. He doubled uh, he doubled home uh, tying runs on a one two pitch. And uh, then Verlander ended up issuing his first walk of the night, and it kind of went downhill from there. So uh, we're looking, we're, we're seeing this AL Cy Young race play out. Yeah. Barring some sort of miracle for any other guys, it's going to come down to these two guys. Yeah, this period. didn't hurt them at all. Mm-hmm. The, the, it it didn't happens. hurt them, but it didn't move the needle for This is baseball. This is, this is just how it is. This You're, happens. He it, still probably has a sub-2 ERA. Both of them probably still have a sub-2 ERA, so they're... And in that aspect of their numbers, their numbers did not take a huge hit from this. You know, it's interesting you mentioned the sub-2 ERA. Last night was actually the first matchup. Uh, I'm sorry, it was the third matchup since 1969 between two starters with sub-2 ERAs. Since uh, Since 1969. Holy moly. Uh, so you had to, and Verlander is the favorite, the, the heavy favorite to win this AL Cy Young. Yeah, it would be a shocker. And like you said, it would, it would have to take a whole lot of imploding for him to, to lose that. And guys like Justin Verlander don't implode even at 39 years old. I hope not. I mean, you never know, but... Also in baseball, uh, you know, th- this this issue with Fernando Tatis Jr. 80-game suspension mm-hmm. uh, is still out there, still not going away. There are a lot of, a lot of opinions that are still coming out about this. And uh, Red Sox Hall of Famer Pedro Martinez is weighing in on this as well. And he's blaming, at least partially, the San Diego Padres That's a for what move. happened here with Fernando Tatis Interesting. Jr. Now to recap... Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, claimed to have ringworm, mm-hmm. right? Somewhere on his neck, face, mm-hmm. something like that. And so he used a spray you, uh, that, that could... Was it a topical? Or a topical. Topical, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that contained uh, an anabolic steroid mm-hmm. ban- uh, banned under league rules. Yep. Now, as his father had pointed out, this isn't... He didn't... Even, even if he did it intentionally, he's not really getting any performance-enhancing effects out of this. You wouldn't think so because you, you're probably not using that much anyway. Right. And if it's in the neck area, it's not really going to do much up there, I guess. I, I, wouldn't, I, I don't wouldn't know much about so. steroids, but... He tested positive for the cl- uh, Clostable uh, on the league. Uh, it's been on the banned substance list for a while now. Uh, he's the third player in the expansion era to finish in the top three for MVP voting and then miss an entire season 
following that. Like your damn hand in motorcycle the, accident. What are you doing? Yeah. In 99, it was Moises Alou. Yeah. Uh, he missed the whole season there due to torn, torn ACL. And then the great Sandy Koufax retired after his 66 season. But uh, Pedro Martinez is here, and he's basically saying that the, the San Diego Padres should bear a lot of the blame for what happened here. Since he got hurt. San Diego's been on top of him, and this is where I have to give him a pass because San Diego should have known what this kid is putting on his, on, on his body, but whether it was ringworm or whether it was a flu, whether it was whatever he put in his body. He's too valuable to the organization. Now, on the, Hold it. Yeah. You're saying in part the Padres are at fault? The Padres need to know exactly what he puts on 24-7. Should this they know is, that about everyone, everybody on their roster, what, right. they're, what so they're putting on their they body? Should. But, but, they should. But this is a decision that he made at home, about, or, or brought wherever he was. How do you know he was at home? He was. He was. He wasn't in San Diego at How the How do stadium. you know that? You know, we don't, we, you know, we don't know that. But what we do know is that there's a protocol in place that if something I, happens, I already you know, said look, that protocol in place. Friend, give it to you. Grandmother, dad, cousin, doesn't matter. Take it in, check it out. Thank you very much. But I just got paid a lot of money. Before I do anything, put anything in my body on me. Period. I'm going to make sure it comes from them, or I'm going to take it to them. And you know, when you take it to them, it takes about a about a month mm-hmm. before they say it's okay and clear. So you know that's going to happen. First line of business, but this listen, is what I have. Whether you're embarrassed listen, or not, this is what I have. This is You don't have the rash. This, this is what I need. You don't so have the ring on. We like, like, we're not to questioning say how bad he was but, feeling. But we're, we're not questioning He needs medication. Regardless, you, you still have to go through protocol, Pedro. And that's, and that's yeah, you the part you're talking about. You go through protocol. He lied about an injury. Yes, he did. So, which is not related to the right, protocol. Right, right. Which is not related to the protocol. But go, go through the right lines. That way, if something happens, you can say, this came from the team doctor. He doesn't have that bellow. He doesn't have that. I, that, I that totally to agree with that. I 100%. And you can't put the Padres I agree in with, with that. that. If but, I do something off the field, I could go to my car but and this, put something on. Or, or, you know, that's on me. So he has to take on I'm gonna, that. I'm going to take a, a, a white flag, and I'm going to throw it out there, and Got not it. on behalf of Fernando Tatis. Yeah. How often do you hear uh, do you hear Pedro uh, Pedro Martinez give up? Yeah, that's basically what he does. Okay, he you're was right. convinced on the spot. Jimmy Rollins knew exactly what the the assignment was. Now, I'm I'm there. Yeah. I'm there with Jimmy Rollins this whole. I, like too. I get where where Pedro Martinez is coming from, yeah. but I'm with Jimmy Rollins. You this. have to take responsibility for yourself. You can't well, ultimately you can't, your body. Yeah, you can't take tell you know, blame the team because. Yes, they have the resources available to you, but it's not on them to send them to you. And they don't know. So yeah. if it's on him, if it's something he's dealing with, go talk to your team. And if you don't, if you're confused, if you don't think this, yeah, you should take everything you use that isn't team approved and get it team approved before you use it. Like, I it's agree. not rocket science, especially because you're already in trouble for going and getting in a motorcycle accident and breaking your hand. Yeah. I mean, look, if I, if I go, if I got a headache and I'm like, hey, Brandon, you got a Tylenol, you give me a pill and I take it. And then for the next four days, I'm seeing green Martians coming out of the walls. Well, that's my fault for not double-checking that I, I was taking Tylenol and not peyote or whatever the hell Pretty you gave much. me. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Being Aaron Rodgers guy. Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah. Uh, so we got more coming up, uh, including a little uh, Deshaun Watson talk, a little bit more. Uh, what? Out of, out of, I thought you know, we were guy, done with that guy. He's not going away. Not going away. Good night. Record contract alert. One of the biggest, actually the biggest contract ever. Uh, for uh, well, we'll tell you who, but it's uh, this is a big, big contract out of the NFL. You won't guess who it is. Also, uh, an NFL legend being sued over chewing gum. NHL legend, I should say. NHL legend being sued over chewing gum. Okay. 
Sounds weird. That's great. We'll tell you about I it. I can't wait to hear all we'll about tell it. tell you about it. 512-834-1027 is the number here on The Bullpen. The Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. That's where you find yourself on this Wednesday hump day. H-S-I-O-W, as George Carlin would have said. What does that mean? Holy, it's only Wednesday. Good job. Or something Just like testing that. you. Holy something. Testing it's only Wednesday. Testing if you can get that dumb button quick enough. Who needs a dump? <laughs> Who needs a dump? <laughs> uh, so before the break, talking a little, uh, we're talking a little football, talking a little baseball. Uh, we have a... Uh, a We've got a record contract alert here. Yes, we do. I wanted to bring up Yes, here. we do. Uh, one man is now Breaking going to be news. the highest paid safety in NFL history. Can you guess who it is? Probably not. You're wrong. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Derwin James Jr. And the yep. Chargers have agreed to a four-year contract extension that's going to reset the market for safeties here. Uh, James, a first-team All-Pro in 2018, again last year. He's going to make $76.4 million over four years with L.A. That includes $42 million guaranteed. Becoming the highest-paid safety Not in bad. league history. Not bad for um, a man who's played like five games in the last two seasons. You know, I would argue that that that's an okay that 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 would be a fantastic contract for somebody who, you know, most people know. I would argue also that uh, Derwin James Jr. is not a household name. And why are you going to pay somebody seventy-five million dollars if I mean, you know, if NFL fans know who he is, Fairweather fans probably not. But you can you could throw out names like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, guys like that. No matter who you are, you know there. So I would argue yeah. that somebody like with a name like Derwin James Jr. Mm, I mean, you know, good on the good on him. Sure, good for him. You know, uh, but I'm not sure. I just I think that's a product of not seeing him too much because he's he's hurt all the because time. because he's hurt all the time and he's on the West Coast and you know how we love to ignore the West Coasters around here. Uh, but he should be a household name. He really should be. Now, I don't he argue has that, the numbers yeah. to prove it. He's been an all-pro twice. He's a really good player. He's just been plagued by injuries, and it's frustrating because you want to see guys like that out there yeah. to, to get that kind of money. He's lucky he's able to do this because he's shown enough that he is this, this caliber of player when healthy. I agree. And it's, uh, it's always a risk, but it's a worthy risk when you have someone like this. He uh, all-pro and, all, uh, and pro bowl selection as a rookie. And then injuries yeah, just absolutely right decimated his next two seasons. Yeah, uh, Stress fracture limiting him to five games in 2019. Torn meniscus kept him out all of 2020. Came back last year, though, with a vengeance. Career-high 118 combined tackles, 15 games, along with two sacks, two interceptions, three forced fumbles. Yeah. Now, one that, could argue... That is an elite year right there. Yeah, although one could argue that he had such a great rebound because... There was nothing to compare. There were no numbers to compare to a season before. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but when you're coming back like that, that's no, pretty good. That and I'm pretty sure I remember we saw him get hurt on hard knocks because he they they really I think I think it was didn't they the Chargers was in 2020 for hard knocks. Yeah, uh, I know they were on hard knocks. They were on I hard. Was, I don't remember when. Maybe that was a different a, a different year. But I remember. They they had their sole focus was on Derwin James and because he had been. I think he had just come off his uh, the injury season after his rookie year. Everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing. So Hard Knocks cameras followed him the entire camp, and, and then he got hurt. And then he was out the whole year. Well, I so. mean, you know, a guy who can put up numbers like he did last year, certainly you could. You don't really have to make, make too much of an argument that yeah. he, he should be the next big thing. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, if, if he can't stay healthy, then uh, what, what good are your skills? Well, hopefully, right? you know... When you don't play that much due to injury, 
you have time to rehab, you have time to, you know, you don't have much tread on your on your legs. So hopefully this maybe will elongate his career a little bit more because he I hasn't played so. as much. I hope so. Oh, he's still I want to see him out there because he's clearly dominating. He's still a young guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and if he can stay healthy, I, I think he's got a hell of a career ahead of him. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You I know, totally agree. You know who probably doesn't have a hell of a career, or at least not for the immediate future? A gum investor? Well, that that too. Oh, am I getting ahead I was, of myself? I, I, just just slightly. I was thinking. I was thinking more along the lines of Deshaun Watson. Oh boy! See, just block that name out of my brain. I mean, who could blame you? Yeah. Settlement talks continue. Nobody knows when these settlement talks will end. Uh, one of the practical problems here is that there's no real deadline for getting this settlement done. Which um, you'd think there should be. One Maybe hope. In, uh, hopefully internally there is. Appeals officer Peter Harvey will hold the ruling until the NFL tells him that the settlement possibilities have been exhausted. And with the league, you know, apparently very willing to opt for settlement over imposing a lengthy suspension, taking their chances in court, uh, league apparently is going to be willing to let this play out longer and longer and longer. According to Dan Graziano of ESPN.com, sources close to the Deshaun Watson situation believe a resolution could come today or tomorrow. Please. Now, we have talked about this Don't tease me. at length here, and it seems like every day we've talked about it, we said a settlement could come today yeah. or tomorrow. So I'm going to say it could come today or tomorrow or the next day, or the day after that. Who the hell knows? Or a month from now. Who knows? Uh, What if he does get to play this season because he gets to appeal some sort of ruling? How frustrating would that be? A lot of people would not be happy about that. Uh, One source with knowledge of the dynamics uh, says that it it, it has been the case for a while that a settlement could come at any time, or it could just blow up and not happen at all. And that's yeah. a source close to the Deshaun Watson situation. But then you'd get the the year suspension and then the uh, the the suing from the players' association. Right. Yeah, you got to find the sweet spot here. So you know, kind of getting the impression you, you had the maybe a twelve game suspension, fine, just south of five million dollars. If there's even a settlement, like what is Deshaun Watson doing? Saying no, I don't want to do ten games. I want to. I only want to be out eight games. Like who the hell even gives you the the opportunity to even answer that question and give your opinion? This is not. For you to negotiate, I agree. You did the you I guess allegedly did all these things. Why don't you sit down, shut up, take your suspension, and you know, you'll be back next year. Don't worry, and yeah. you're still going to be rich. I I, I would uh, bet every dime that I have. And by the way, there aren't many of them. <laughs> but I would bet every dime that I have that if you or I were accused by dozens of women Gone. of egregious sexual misconduct. You'd be in jail forever. Waterloo Media is not going to say, oh, all right, you guys can come back in eight days. Yeah. You're suspended from the microphone for eight games. Yep. No. Not going to happen. We would be in the... Uh, we'd get kicked out of here. We'd be, we'd be coming up. through the classifieds mm-hmm. if they still do that. Uh, but, yeah, so Deshaun Watson should, shouldn't complain about anything here. No. Whatever he gets, he gets. is going to be better than most people out there in the quote-unquote real world. Would He's get just lucky that there's a process that has his back. He's and that, very that, lucky. And that he actually gets some sort of, you know, out of this no matter what. He's still going to be just fine. Very, very fortunate, and you are right about that. Uh, quick note here, question I saw posed in the ether. Mm. Uh, the Rams have cut uh, a fella known affectionately around these parts as Dicker the Kicker. Yep. Uh, Cameron Dicker has been cut by the Rams. And so the question I saw proposed is, should the Cowboys sign him? Man, I want the Seahawks to sign him. I'm sure you do. Because then we'd have Michael Dixon and Dicker the Kicker, the former duo, back at it again. But we already have a decent kicker, so darn it. Yeah, Cowboys, grab him. I mean, he was used mostly as a punter for the Rams in training camp. He was just cut by L.A. Uh, earlier this week as part of the move, the league-wide move, or mm-hmm. bumping down to 85 teams. Yeah. Uh, 
Dallas has got a couple of kickers, though. But also, you're getting cut this early as a kicker. That's probably not a good sign. I think so. I, I think you're right. Or maybe he just didn't have the best opportunity in uh, L.A. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the Cowboys... The Cowboys settled, uh, to, uh, and they opted to sign uh, Jonathan Garibay out of Texas Tech, right? They could have signed Another Cameron Texas Dicker. Another Texas guy. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, they could have signed uh, uh, Cameron Dicker. They mm-hmm. didn't. So you've got to wonder, all right, why did they go yeah, with Garibay over Dicker? Yeah. Right? You know, there had to have been a reason there, and maybe this is why. Uh, but I, I just I found that an interesting question. Should the Cowboys? I mean, that seems to be their one true problem that they've had for years and years and years and years. I mean, I still remember Martin Gramatica slipping because Tony (laughs) Romo, and then I was at that game actually. That was a that was a hell of an experience. But that's 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 still that's a name I've locked. I think I hope that it was even the right kicker that I'm that I'm thinking of who did that. Might have been either way. That's oh oh five. That's a name from that. Certainly a blast from the past. Name either either way. We're old, man. What, 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 you know, what are you going to do? We are old. <laughs> we are old. Uh, little NHL talk. Uh-huh. We don't get to talk about the ice enough in these no, parts. No, we do not. Uh, and being a Bruins fan, uh, sometimes that hurts my heart. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're not talking Bruins hockey today, but we are talking about one of the greatest to ever play, the great one himself, Wayne Gretzky, who is now, right now, found himself the subject of a $10 million lawsuit oh, what? over chewing gum. And I'll just leave it at that. You okay. can just decide what you think from there. Next sure, story. we'll move on. Yeah, uh, A chewing gum maker suing Wayne Gretzky for 10 mil, claiming the hockey legend lied about the product's weight loss benefits. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh, NHL's all-time leading scorer, he got involved with the gum company after his wife Janet became a, sc- a spokesman for uh, OMG Gum. The plaintiff is a a fellow named Stephen Sparks. He helped create the gum. Uh, It's marketed as a natural gum that helps manage weight. Stop it. Gum? Already, I'm kind of like... Give me a break. Who would buy into this, you know? I wonder. Uh, Gretzky (laughs) allegedly claimed he lost 35 pounds in eight weeks thanks to this gum. Gum? The claim that was repeated by his (laughs) wife, Janet. Uh, This suit's been filed in L.A., uh, based on Gretzky's uh, statement, this uh, Stephen Sparks here, the plaintiff, claims he and other investors started just pumping money into OMG Gum's parent company, uh, Boo Chew. Boo Chew. Yeah. Oh, my God, gum. Boo Chew. Oh, my God, Boo Chew. <laughs> uh, Gretzky, though, allegedly later revealed uh, he didn't make that statement. He says, oh, Shocking. that weight loss statement wasn't really true. And so now the plaintiff here is saying uh, in a statement that Wayne lost 35 pounds as a result of OMG gum was motivation uh, for us and other shareholders to invest or reinvest in Buchu, uh, either by providing capital investments and or services. And then they come to say uh, this $10 million being requested in this lawsuit is the amount he says he lost in damages because of what Wayne Gretzky said here. And then they want another half million dollars for attorney fees with 10% interest. So there's no physical evidence that Wayne Gretzky said this? Is this us all hearsay? These are allegations. First of all, I don't think Wayne Gretzky could has 35 pounds to lose. Now, he's always been pretty he, Yeah, I don't think he's a big guy, and to see him lose 35 pounds might be scary. So, that's a that's weird. OMG gum, boo OMG boo Get your stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nobody's you know. losing weight. Chewing your gum. No, no, they, they are most certainly not. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, well, what do I know? I, I've I never really gone on a like fad diet. But hunger suppressor because you just, 
when you get hungry, you just chew the gum and you don't eat, so you lose weight, and Perhaps. then you get the sugar calories, I guess. Perhaps. I have no idea. Um, but uh, yeah, That's bonkers. Interesting story there out of, out of the uh, the world of, uh, of of good old hockey. I like that's and the, the one and only hockey story we've brought up so far, and it's about the best go- the best hockey player getting sued by the most ridiculous gum organization company whatever you call it and i've ever heard yeah it, it, this is this is a weird one this is a weird one you're welcome uh, hockey fans <laughs> thanks for listening uh we got more on the way we got to take a quick break here on the bullpens 512 is our number he's brandon elkins not patrick osborne what did i say 102 102 you talk too fast 102 I'm, I'm just here for the people 512-834-1027 oh i like where that's Final uh, segment here, the Wednesday edition. I really of the like band. our music beds. Me too. They really work out well. Thank you, Matthew. I'm a big fan of our intro too. Yeah. Some of those big old guitar riffs. It's funny every time I load the intro, you're like, yeah, I really like that one. But then you never use that one whenever you load them. In. Oh, I, I don't even realize what I'm loading. You know what? I'll load. I'll load your fave tomorrow. That's your favorite. You have my. Well, I don't even think about it. I you just, hold, You're the one that. Yeah, do that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, but I don't even think about it. I just click one because one's two minutes and nine seconds. The other's a minute seven. So I'm like, well, matter. you know, in case we need a little extra. The voiceover time. guy is still only like 15 seconds. I know. And then the rest is up to us. Final segment of the bullpen is here on a little this behind Wednesday. the scenes for you. Wanted to give you a little bit of an update uh, out of uh, Austin FC. Yes. The MLS. Uh, we, the we, only professional team in this city. That is correct. Uh, they're coming off of a, a a pretty exciting win over the weekend against Sporting Kansas City, uh, who gave Austin FC a pretty good run for their money. Mm-hmm. But uh, heroics in, in, in uh, extra time uh, from uh, probably one of the biggest names on the team right now, Sebastian Drusi. Yes. Who... He's the midfielder, and he's also been uh, named the MLS uh, Team of the Week, fourth consecutive week, uh, league high 11th time wow. overall this season. He's been named uh, to the uh, Team of the Week. It is a special time in Austin. And that follows their their 4-3 win over the weekend there at uh, at uh, Q2 Stadium here in Austin. He scored his league-leading 17th goal of the season against uh, Sporting KC on Saturday, completing a comeback to the, the uh, green and black. They overcame a 3-1 deficit to end up winning 4-3 in extra time. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, he recorded that final goal in the 94th minute. You know, so not too late in extra time, but uh, certainly exciting but you're, nevertheless. You're going down to the wire because you know you're down two, and when you get down two in soccer, it, that's a that's a feat. It's not easy from. to come back from that. The, the, the fact that they not only came back and they came back and won in the 94th minute. Yeah, I mean that's a walk off. Well, and, and that's so that's awesome. You know, Q2 Stadium is already. Uh, developing a very uh, warranted reputation for being a hostile, it's bad. Hostile territory for visiting teams. It's a badass. Place it is a tough fan. place to play if mm-hmm. you're not, uh, you know, wearing green and black. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when things like that happen, you know, a, a comeback, and then you know, coming up four three in the ninety fourth minute, the crowd goes ape in those moments. Yes, and that's when that's for me. That's when being in a soccer stadium is one of the most exciting moments. Uh, Especially when you get beer thrown on you a bunch of times. That's always exciting, too. (laughs) Uh, I got to see a couple of games years ago, uh, the Houston Dynamo, uh, there at their stadium there in downtown. Well, but it was was a phenomenal environment. Absolutely. They have a nice stadium. They do. They they got a great stadium there in Houston. Is that also a Toyota sponsored stadium? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think, I I think it's just uh, where the Rockets play. Is, is right, to, to you, but, Toyota uh, Center. Yes, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, Sebastian Drusi, he uh, he leads the MLS in goal contributions with twenty four. 
He's contributed to a goal in each of Austin FC's last eight matches. Man. Uh, the joint longest such streak uh, in, in the league this season, tallying eight, uh, eight goals, three assists in that span. Uh, the team's goals per match average has more than doubled since he joined Austin FC last uh, last August, rising from .81 to 1.76. His performances this season earned a selection to the MLS All-Star team. So I'm named as the MLS Player of the Month twice. Enjoy it, Austin. So thank this God we got a guy times. like him. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. It's going to be fun. Man, I may have to adopt them as a, as a team of mine because my Sounders forgot how to win, well. and they have... Kick themselves out of a playoff spot. You, you could do a whole lot worse than the Austin FC. I know. Uh, people, will, people will hate me for that. Why? On both sides. Nobody's listening from up there. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows that you're that you're defecting, that you're that you're betraying your your. I don't know. Pacific, I've been pretty Northwest. Teams. I've been pretty vocal on Twitter about this uh, this tough stretch that this one of the best teams in MLS history is uh, going through right now. So you like the Sounders? You're a fan of the Sounders? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Their first game was on my birthday in 2009. How do they compare? Uh, What's team? What's Portland's team? Timbers. The Timbers. Now I've heard that the Portland Timbers have a pretty rowdy fan base. They do. Yeah, Portland's a cool place. Now, how's Portland's fan base compared to Seattle's fan base? Is Seattle uh, a pretty rowdy fan base out there? Yes. Yes. They hate. We hate each other. I was. I would just leave it at that. I would figure you. Well, you're basically the same city. They. We like to talk to each other I'm sure. a lot, I'm and sure. it's never nice. Um, it's funny whenever whenever we play each other. Each each stadium, the the little supporter section gets a little smaller. A little smaller, a little higher, a little more in the corner, and then it gets to the point where they have to complain, and then they open it back up, and then back up again. But we, both of us, both teams, literally do the same thing. It'll make it smaller, make it higher, make it further away from the field, and then and it just goes back and forth, back and forth. Uh, it's a fun rivalry. It definitely is. Sounds like y'all are a bunch of hoodlums. I am a huge fan of the bunch Portland of area. I used to go to Portland, Oregon, all the time for my birthday. We'd tear that city apart, kind of like you would do here on Sixth Street. Sure. Kind of, they do the same thing. So, it's fun that they finally have a pro team. They need a baseball team too, but it's a it's a it's a good rivalry. Yeah, Austin needs a they need a rival. Yeah, that we haven't established that one yet, and it, that will come. And, and it will. We'll, yeah, we'll, you absolutely. Know, we're we're, all, we're only in what year two. They need to have a crazy game against Houston or Dallas, or maybe somewhere else. I mean, it doesn't have to be exclusive to your state. It's looking like that. Uh, you know, Austin will very very soon be the team to beat. Yeah, uh, if they're not already in yeah, Texas, hundred so. uh, percent. That's good. That's almost it for us. I just I did want to mention one thing. Uh, you know, since we're talking about local Austin people, mm-hmm. uh, a fellow by the name of Elon Musk. Maybe you heard of him. I've heard of him. Caused a massive stir today, uh, tweeting out that he was planning to buy Manchester United. <laughs> then he came out a few hours later saying it was a joke, but not before half of Europe collapsed over this. Oh my god! My god! Why do why do as why does everyone have to hang on every tweet he makes? People, My God! People are like, "No, you can't do He's this." He's doing that on you're purpose. You're still owing 44 billion for this Twitter thing yeah. you're backing out of. You can't. And he says, "Well, I'm just kidding, anyways." What do you? I, yeah, I'm just joking about Twitter too. Never wanted it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought that way myself. Stop it. Anyway, Elon Musk is not going to play. That's what I think buying, of that guy. Uh, Manchester United. That's going to do it for us today on this Wednesday edition of the Bullpen. Brandon Elkins Thanks for joining Patrick us. Osborne with you. We'll be back tomorrow. Plenty more hockey suing talk tomorrow. Plenty more. We'll see you then. <laughs>